Yeah, big week is uh, yeah. with uh, this the the war over um, Spotify and losing last I heard four million dollars in well, revenues from the Neil Young fallout. Yeah, I'd say their their stock's been falling a little bit even prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's interesting. I wasn't sure if anything was gonna happen i I thought it was like nope fine he's gone sorry oh well moving on but right at least there's something it just gets you figuring out the the business side of music too right like mm-hmm. it'd be nice if whoever owns david bowie's and that's like it's like some corporation that owns bowie's catalog now would right. just do the same thing but they're not going to do it you know it's ditto prince well that's the thing right there there's a weird there's a weird dichotomy here or, or hypocrisy, right? Of people who complain constantly about Spotify and streaming services in general. Yep. And yet here is their opportunity oh, man. to actually do something about it, right? And yet what we've had Neil Young, Joni Mitchell, former sound effect guest Danny Mel. Um and he was never on it. Rumors of, he was never on uh, it. Was he, he was on part he was on partially some okay. of the stuff, not okay. all of it. Right. Not his full catalog. And then you have like rumors of the Foo Fighters. Yeah. Um, Everything's but like. But I'm like. Yeah. Like Taylor Swift has has issues with Spotify for years. Yeah. It's like they go to town. This is your, this is your opportunity. And like you said, if it's, if Taylor does it, well, that's going to be huge. That's a big deal. Right. But uh, very big. I would, I would argue it's probably the biggest deal. Right. If you lose Taylor. You probably. I also think this is an amazing opportunity for Jay Z, you know, who has a, you know, <laughs> who has his foot in the title camp to say, yeah, let's make a, let's make our big push right now, and get people to jump over. But yeah, yeah you, you get the feeling that you, that yeah. hypocrisy runs deep, right? Well, yeah, it's just like, well, it's like you say, here's your chance, huh? You're waiting mm-hmm. for these people to do something, and nothing. You know, and it, yeah, not just the big ones, but and again, it's the record companies, right? It's not them. Yeah, like even uh, even but... Neil, even Neil had to go to his record company and say, "Look, mm-hmm. I don't want it on here anymore." And they were, they didn't have to do it. They could have said, "Dude, your sixty percent of your income comes from this one streaming service." Like we, that's that's a huge loss. But right, you know, when you have a relationship with an artist like that, you do it. So, but it, that's it's, right. If I was even a a medium to lower tier band, I'd be like, eh, screw it. I'm not making any money on this thing anyways. Just, it's better press just to pull your stuff. You know, uh, I, I would say, and just just tell your fans where you're going. Go to Bandcamp. Yeah, well, that's to it too, right? Well, and again, and, and it was been interesting. I think you and I have both been playing with some other streaming services this week and looking at some of the opportunities that are out there. Uh, I think you're looking at Tidal. I've been looking at Deezer. And it's interesting when I got onto the Deezer site and there is, and Tidal, because I was playing around with that one too, and there is the Neil Young right up front, the Joni Mitchell right up front. Yep. And it's like, good for you guys to be marketing that as your, hey, we've still got these artists. So... I mean, good for you. Uh, I think it's an interesting opportunity. I think it also is leading people to think about, you know, you know, how much does an artist make off of off of Spotify? And then I think the other issue becomes that I have a bit of a problem with is free speech, 
right? I'm a, I'm a believer in free speech, and I'm a believer that yep. although I am not a Joe Rogan fan, I don't listen to his podcast. I've listened to a couple of interviews that people have sent me over the years, and I thought they were okay. Um, I never really had an issue with him. He just not my style. I never really found him a funny guy. Um, but now I kind of find he's a bit of a shock jock. Yeah. And I was never a Howard Stern guy. Like, I wasn't that guy. That's not why I listen to music. It's not why I listen to radio or interviews. I don't want the shock value. Uh, so now I find, like, really? You're bringing Jordan Peterson on? This seems really kind of dated, and, like, you're kind of doing it for shock value. But I don't have to listen to that. I can turn it up. I nope. don't listen to Trump Jr. Right. radio. And, li- and like I said to you the other day, one of my things I'm kind of finding hysterical about this is, Neil Young's all up in arms that you should leave Spotify because of Joe Rogan, or he's going to leave Spotify. And yet he jumps to Sirius Radio, which has the Donald Trump Jr. radio show. <laughs> so I don't know. There's a, there's a bit of like hypocrisy, I think, being seen here. And at the same time, I would have almost preferred if Neil Young said, bring me on as a guest. Yeah, I thought that you know, too. Bring me on your show as a guest and let me... Sh- let me talk talk some sense into you or something or or just talk you know i think that's yeah, i think that's talk. what uh you know fans of that podcast will tell you it's just like well he just talks to people that don't get talked to and part of me is like well hey. there's a reason some of these people don't get talked to uh but that's but that's fair and but and you like you say don't listen to it uh a friend of mine sent me the disclaimer that's spotify you know this does not represent Spotify's views, blah, 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 blah. And that's fine. In the end, it was it was the artist's decision and my decision as a consumer to, yeah, uh, compile things. And like I said, I was a believer in streaming right from the get-go. When I first heard of Spotify, I, I, they weren't even in North America yet, but they had my email address because I wanted you tell me when you're here. And so I, I totally believe in that. I know of all the problems, the payouts and, and things like that to artists has been troubling. So this was just kind of just kind of compounded it over the years. And I was just like, eh, I'm done. I'll I'll try something else. And it's been great. Kind of it just yeah. gets you out there. Little healthy competition. Never heard any free market. You know, 100%. it's it's, uh, it's my freedom to spend my money where I wish and that's that so but yeah it's it you pick your you pick your as an artist you pick your battles too I also like the idea that like you said it allows you to test the market a little bit I mean I wrote to you last night saying holy smokes I'm listening to Deezer hi-fi the hi-fi edition of it and the sound is spectacular in comparison to Spotify I would have never known that had I not been mm. kind of pushed to maybe go and shop around a little bit right yeah, so yeah. i don't know it's kind of intriguing to kind of listen and go man have i been kind of missing out on a hi-fi and i know spotify is going to try a hi-fi platform this year but they've been talking about that for I'm, a year over well over a year they're they're yeah their subscribers yet, have been asking title, for it. yeah deezer title yeah. has it uh, even apple has been pushing a little higher quality and yeah so but when you're the when you're top of the heap you can get away with a little bit of that these days right and i'm sure it was something is coming for sure like they're gonna have to do something now to to turn this pr disaster around 
So, I can't help but think they're going to speed up the Hi-Fi release yeah. because they're going to be like, okay, this will... Now, the one thing that those platforms don't do well, Spotify has really done well, is the social media component, right? The, the year wrap-up, the share this with your oh, yeah. friends. Yeah. Uh, and, and who knows? Maybe the other ones will get on that and realize that where they kind of fall behind. Um, but that's the one thing that I know, for example as someone who spends a lot of time with teenagers in a classroom or at home with my own kids, that's a selling feature to them. Right. Uh, like you said last night, the sound quality isn't necessarily what, what music listeners of a certain age group are looking for. Yeah. Right? Well, I'd I'm say... sure there are, there, I'm sure there are some, but oh, not necessarily everyone. It's the same people that still go buy vinyl and still right. spend thousands of dollars on a, on a rig at home to listen to that vinyl and mm-hmm. top quality headphones that's a very small percentage of the market and most of us are and i say us most of us are just walking around with cheap ass headphones whatever mm-hmm. came whatever came with your iphone and that's good right. enough or uh the airpods whatever yeah right and that's good enough i could go on a whole screed about that stuff it's it's don't throw that in my face as a reason to switch to a a different company or anything it's like eh, whatever rock and roll was born on a on an am fm transistor radio true enough true enough a single speaker right so that's that was that I will tell you, listening last night, though, I was like, wow, this song. I've been missing elements <laughs> of it because of this. So now let's maybe turn turn the tide here. We've talked about the whole streaming yep. side of things. So let's look now at the other side of things, which is which is Neil Young. And uh, maybe it's time this week for we, we did our episode last week, timely as it was, on Neil Young Live at Massey Hall. We've had, of course, him chalking up the news this week if you weren't a trucker you were probably uh reading about neil young um so and if you were a trucker you may have been listening to neil young while you were actually doing your job i I love that uh, i think it was i think it was taylor man co tweeted out the other day what about those 12 people who enjoy joe rogan and neil young (laughs) where's the venn diagram with that yes exactly right (laughs) so what is your if, so? Let's say you switch to a different streaming platform this week. You're away from Spotify. What's the first Neil Young song you're putting on? What's your what's your go-to Neil Young song? After the Gold Rush. After the Gold Rush, nice choice. Boom. What about what? It's just from that whole album, After the Gold Rush, too. It's it's one of those perfect albums where it's got your heavier songs and your acoustic songs. It's like a perfect mix of everything you know about neil young like this this album came out in the 1970 right mm-hmm. and his styles changed and he explored so much after that but this is your it's like neil young 101 like right if you're gonna start someplace you might as well start with this one well i dreamed i saw the knights in armor come and saying something There were peasants singing and drummers drumming and the archers split the tree. There was a fanfare blowing to the sun that was floating on the breeze. Look at Mother Nature on the 
Just another example of, uh, you know, I'm sure there's some people, the people that, you know, you, you see online, oh, I had to Google who Neil Young was. You're an idiot. But <laughs> You're an idiot. Those are, the, those are the type of people who, who may, would also point out how Neil's vocals are, are, may sound weird to them or anything like that in this modern, auto-tuned, perfect, every vocal is perfect day. Yeah, I guarantee, I guarantee there's more people who had to do Google Joe Rogan than uh, neil young for sure for sure that's ridiculous that's a ridiculous comment <laughs> yeah um, so yeah so to, to me to me that was that's that's a, a perfect neil young's song and it's a great start it's a great album to start i will throw out though uh one of the albums as i was kind of flipping through title last night i threw on trans the neil young album i think it was 1981 8081 and he, mm-hmm. he was playing with the synthesizers and stuff like that and, and vocoders and things. If you want an entertaining album for something different but still ha- has that Neil Young heart, 
check out Tran. Man, that's awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, What's I, yours? Uh, that was a con- that was a controversial one. I remember. Oh right? my god, that's not. I think that's not ho- what they wanted. At I think all, that's right? hilarious yeah. how that's controversial. Like that that seems cute nowadays when you read, kind of go back and read how the press was on that, and it was just like, meh. It's so th- th- that these days Twitter would have exploded probably, right? But it yeah. was really just a few readers and some fans, and then he moved on. Yeah. So if if they just yeah, he was trying something new. Right? Yeah, and if we, they just hung out and got patient, or we or were patient, he came out with another album. So he was just that kind of guy, right? But yeah, hard um, after the gold rush with a with an honorable mention to anything from Trans. Nice. I'll start with my honorable mention first, oh. which uh, is is partially Neil Young, but it's. Um, uh, from his band, Bull Springfield. Oh, uh, uh, see, I I wasn't sure. I I said no. I'm like no, no. Tom said Neil Young, so <laughs> I'll do. That's why I'm doing it as my runner-up. That's okay. my. Right. <laughs> and I'm and I'm gonna go with Mr. Soul, which is just such oh. a great song. The guitar playing is terrific in it. Uh, it's such a ah, so it's just a wicked song. Uh, but if I'm gonna go with my my number one Neil Young pick, um, I'm gonna go with the um, year before your album. Uh, and probably the Neil Young album with the worst cover where it looks like he's trying to, I don't know, look like Neil Diamond or something. It's a dreadful album cover, but uh, from 1969's uh, Everybody Knows This Is Nowhere, uh, I'm going to go with the lead-off track off that, which is Cinnamon Girl, uh, which is just that raunchous guitar. It starts off Cinnamon Girl, and um, yeah, I just love that riff, and uh, I love the way his vocals in that uh, build up and uh, up to the chorus. I just think the 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 melody progression and it's a, it's just a terrific song. So that's probably my favorite go to Neil Young when I just want to kind of rock out. I love that song. <laughs>
mid-90s when Neil people, I feel, were rediscovering Neil Young, especially yep. uh, the grunge fans. And he, I he, was right there. He became right there. the godfather of grunge, and everybody quoted that or um, name dropped that song, Cinnamon Girl, as one mm-hmm. of their more influential songs. And a lot of people were like, it's the guitar solo. It's that one note guitar solo. Yeah. Like, so simple. Oh, yeah. And, well, and I mean, the riffage, if you listen to that riff and then you go and listen to, like, I don't know, the Screaming Trees album, mm. uh, you can see the correlations. <laughs> Oftentimes, I remember thinking at the time, these grunge guys, I guess, are kind of trying to pull the Neo Young thing off a little bit with the, you know, with Pearl Jam and Soundgarden. But then when you listen to like the Screaming Trees, you're like, ah, there's Neo Young, right? Like it, it really came through with the Screaming Trees a little bit in the Meat Puppets. Uh, more of those bands, I felt, were the real fans of Neo Young. Like I get that, yeah, Pearl Jam and Soundgarden liked them, but yeah, more like, like I definitely hear more in the Screaming Trees and like I said, the Meat Puppets. So, uh, I think there's. I think his legacy was deep there, uh, but I think certain bands, you know, pulled that legacy up front a little bit. Yeah, uh, but yeah, definitely the early '90s was a time when people were rediscovering who he was for sure. And maybe we're going through another rediscovery now, right? No maybe, press is no maybe. press is bad press. That's right. So whatever uh, platform you're on or decided to stay with or keep, uh, please, or, or whatever, uh, stay with, keep, leave. Um, yeah, keep listening to uh, to the great stuff that's out there. And uh, we'll see you next week on our show uh, when we will be joined by um, Hamilton's Basement Revolver. And they're going to be talking about an album that Dave and I didn't even know existed which is the reason we do this. Absolutely. So uh, we'll see you next week on our show. In the meantime, there's lots of great stuff out there on all those streaming platforms, as well as in your local record store. So keep listening.